0: Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, episode twelve can't believe we're up to episode 12 already. (laughs) So you've heard me talk about so many different topics over the last few weeks. And I'm loving doing what I'm doing. And I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting from everyone. So if you are enjoying them, let me know. And I will keep going with them. Even though I don't see myself stopping these anytime soon. I really enjoy giving my two cents worth. On all topics of health and wellness and being a woman and life in general. But for this week I am diving into the topic of libido. Now not just your standard why your libido drops and all that sort of jazz. I'm focusing more on that mind-body connection and the energetics of sex and why we why we can lose our want or desire for our sex and for our physical connection. I'm going to talk a bit about my own stuff, but I'm not going to go too personal. <laughs> um, well, I suppose I will be, but I won't be going into too much detail, should I say. But... To get started, really, like, what is your libido? It's your sex drive, it's your desire for sex. But sex has always been one of those taboo topics to talk about. Like, there's always been a taboo surrounding sex. Especially here in Ireland. Growing up in Catholic Ireland, ooh, what a topic. Like, there there was, and there still is, a a stigma surrounding sex. But back in the day, as we are all aware of the whole no sex before marriage and things like that, that's finally changed for the most part, but it's still frowned upon to talk openly about sex. And for women, I think we really need to. I think we need to talk about sex and emotions to get a better understanding of what we're dealing with and and what it is that we are looking for, like sex in, it, in its nature, it's there for procreation, to basically to, to reproduce, to have offspring, which is, you know, that, that is the, the physiological requirement to keep the population alive, but it's also a tool for pleasure and joy and for connection because think about it, when you are having sex with another person, it's you're connecting in with another person. And that comes with a whole host of emotions. And I think we really need to be aware and self-aware around our emotions and our feelings towards sex and towards ourselves as well as the people that we're with. But what is sex? Now... Wikipedia's answer which is hilarious it's why I'm saying it because it was the first one that popped up when I typed in what is sex I was looking for the Oxford dictionary answer but Wikipedia's was just too funny so what is sex according to Wikipedia sexual intercourse is principally the insertion and thrusting of the penis usually when erect into the vagina for sexual pleasure reproduction or both like how clinical is that it's just so sterile whereas sex is so much more than that like what is it to you ask yourself is it simply for the end goal of an orgasm which is great don't get me wrong here or is it solely for reproduction is it to please your partner is it a tool to punish yourself or is it for that total unadulterated connection with another human being I'll be honest, I've used it for all of the aforementioned reasons. Not the reproductive part yet, anyway. But our libido and our emotions are directly linked. Like, there's so many women who hate having sex because they feel like it's a chore. Especially after a long day at work or looking after the kids. Are doing the housework or doing all of those things the last thing that you want to do at night when you get home or when your day is done is hop into bed for sex because you're drained you're physically and emotionally drained from the day that you've just had now there are different times in our cycle when we are more inclined and our libido is up and that's usually right before ovulation right through to ovulation But also what you have to look at too are the likes of your emotions. Is there something emotionally disconnecting you from wanting to have sex or wanting to be intimate with someone? And that's something that I had to learn myself through trial and error over years and years and years of work. (laughs) Because for years I hated sex. The very thoughts of it would fill me with dread. I was so insecure about my body and my abilities and I just thought I was terrible and I just hated it. But back then, I just wanted to please others, so I would do it. So I I became that kind of robot, people pleasing, dreading it, hating it, doing it and hating it in in the process. And a lot of the time, faking it. Because I just wanted it to be over with. And that was because of my own negative thought process surrounding sex. And as well, I was young back then. Well, I suppose I'm still young. I'm only 32. But they do say your 30s, for women, are the best sexual days of your life. And so far I can attest to that. Because I'm not so insecure about my body or my abilities anymore but again i had to work on myself to get to that stage but before i got to that stage it was a long road and it brought me to dark places (laughs) but sometimes you have to go through the dark to get to the light not sometimes a lot of the time isn't that life but I started using sex as a punishment tool. Now you've heard me speak about my self-harm days before I used to cut myself. Well, that ended up transferring over into sex when I stopped cutting myself. So I used S&M. That was my new self-harm method. And it wasn't the fantasy of dear Mr. Christian Grey and millionaire or billionaire or whatever, no. I went into a spiral of just wanting to be in pain and wanting to be punished. So much so that things kind of went too far a couple of times and I was really hurt by it. Physically, yes, but emotionally it really damaged me for a while until I got to a space where I was able to actually explore why it was that I was doing this. And why was I doing all of that? And it came down to self-love and acceptance. And this is something I really had to work on. At the time, I felt that if I gave myself away, as long as I could feel that pain-pleasure dynamic, so getting pleasure from pain, it's basically used to be able to feel after numbing out for so long, that then that was okay because I was getting that rush, I was getting that hit. I didn't realise how damaging it was and how emotionally disconnected it would make me be. It took me years to be able to connect back in with people and with all the different array of emotions, like love and joy and passion and sadness and vulnerability. Like Brene Brown, the author of Daring Greatly, she has done years of study and research on being vulnerable and shame and there's so much shame connected with sex and shame connected with a lot of emotions. I still at times feel shame over certain things but around sex and around my past but at the same time it's a matter of sitting with those feelings and those emotions and changing the thought process on them. Because I did something that I'm not very proud of doesn't mean that I'm not a good person. So that was something I really had to work on over the years was connecting back in with myself and realizing that my thoughts were actually ruling my emotions and my, my view of myself and that only really started in the last jeez three ish years, yeah, about that like it wasn't until I got into my current relationship, so that's that'll be we'll be together three years in the summer, but it wasn't until I got into that relationship that I discovered how transformative sex. Could truly be and that it wasn't actually just a tool for punishment <laughs> like I remember our first time together he was very caring and very attentive and he didn't get up and leave straight after like I hadn't had that in probably nearly 10 years <laughs> but that opened up a whole new world for me and that made me look at how I saw sex and what its meaning was and when I say what it's meaning was, what it meant for me. And it made me look at why I was doing all these other things before. And what they were doing to me. And they were just feeding into that negative thought process, feedback loop. And yes, as well, there, I have quite an addictive personality. And self-harming, became an addiction because it was the only way that I could feel, then the S&M became the same kind of addiction. It was so I could feel something, anything, because I numbed out for so many years. But yeah, I started researching, and I started reading, and I started practicing. Loads of different kind of energetic sexually. And in loads of different, there are so many in loads of different cultures, but the main ones that I looked into were the likes of tantra and kundalini. So that kundalini energy. And these energies, they embody our entire beings. And they make you think and look at sex from a, from a whole aspect. So sex isn't just that action of two people having intercourse. It's an energy exchange. And how actually being in the entire moment and not looking for that end gratification be it the your orgasm or be it pain. Looking at it from a hole and drawing that energy from your sacral area the whole way up through your entire body through every energy center point right up to your heart to your throat to your head it becomes extremely transformative when you are harnessing that sexual energy the whole way through your body But working on these practices they also you have to work on yourself and you have to work on your self-love and your self-care and your self-talk and what is it, what words are you saying to yourself? You need to show kindness and love to yourself first and acceptance. We live in a world where you can get instant gratification from everything especially with social media and with the likes and all that but but that's all ego at the end of the day that's getting likes to boost that validation from other people from external sources whereas really we have to be validating ourselves we have to show love to ourselves first and That's what I had to do throughout all this process. I had to learn to love myself, but I also had to learn to find my voice again sexually after so many years of not having one. And I didn't, I completely lost my voice. I lost the ability to say no and I would freeze. I lost the ability to speak my truth to be able to say what I did and didn't want. And I also lost my self-worth. And I started to view myself as just a piece of meat. You know, I was just a piece of meat for somebody to use, but also I was getting that instant gratification from that pain pleasure. But what I found then was that the more I worked on my negative thought process surrounding sex, the more I actually worked on finding my voice. And then the more I wanted sex. And now look, yeah, we all go through stages, um, say from physical or emotional stress, when we don't want sex and that's normal. That's a physiological response to stress for women when we're stressed our stress hormones kill our libidos right in their tracks and that's a primal response to stop reproduction it's the body's way of saying no sorry you're actually not quite ready for a baby just yet so you're not going to be having sex and it can like your ovulation times can also change from that too from stress simply the body will say no sorry it's it's not time you're not in the right place right now you cannot handle uh, reproduction right now And that's what happens. But that's a physical response. But what I found is. That actually understanding. The energetic connection. And that energy exchange between two people. Can be really, really transformative. And when I say that. Energetic exchange. That's what it is. Sex is an energy exchange. It's. Like and this is a shamanic teachings, but after every partner you've been been with, there's an energetic connection. It's like a string tying you together and it's there for about seven years. So it's why I always say that if you have had past relationships that are toxic or you just need to disconnect, you need to go through the process of of breaking the cord or cutting the cord and cutting those ties so that you can move on with your sexual journey without holding on to anybody else's energy that's left attached to you. But understanding the emotional aspects of sex and intimacy is just as important as understanding why you lose your libido from a physiological sense. Because a lot of the time it's our thoughts and our thought process is what's causing an emotion. So if you feel like you've lost your libido, is it really a physical thing right now or is it more of an emotional thing? And like I said, women, our sexual desires are completely connected to our emotions. So until you look at the underlying reason and that underlying emotion of what's going on... You're not actually going to be able to fully move through it. And like I've heard a lot of women speak about how they... They just want to have a kiss and a cuddle and not have it go to sex. And trust me, I've been there too. We want that physical connection. We want that physical contact. But we don't want to actually have sex because we're too tired or we're drained. But a lot of the time... A kiss or a cuddle. Always leads to sex. Well not always. Like I said a lot of the time. But the way to change that. Is by sitting down. And openly and honestly. Discussing what. Sex means for you. Either. Sit and talk to yourself. About what sex means to you. Or sit and talk to your partner. But having those. Open communication, that's what is going to bring more intimacy. Because when I talk about intimacy, it's not just sex, it's intimacy is connection. Holding hands is a connection, kissing is a connection. Making your partner a cup of tea or a cup of coffee without them asking, that's intimate. It's doing these things for each other every day. the little things. And realising that this too is love. Intimacy really is being your true vulnerable self. Like I spoke about Brene Brown already. Her TED talk on vulnerability is just phenomenal. It really makes you understand where where our feelings of inadequacy and and shame and everything comes from, but how we can fix that. But vulnerability really is the core of everything. It's letting yourself be seen. And that is intimate. Like when you hold space for each other, just to talk openly about sex, wants, desires, fantasies, Like that closeness you get, it becomes like no other. Being your true authentic self will open up a whole new world of possibilities and connection. Sitting down with your partner and explaining to them that you just want to cuddle up or you want to have a make-out session on the couch without it leading to sex. Actually voicing these things they um, they may or they may not be surprised hearing it at first but what you'll find afterwards is that you're going to feel better and they're going to feel better um, simply because you had an, a conversation that was honest and you were true to yourself and that's how you start it's literally sitting with your partner and discussing tiny little things like that and then you can build them up and if you think about it for anyone who's listening who is in a relationship how long have you been in that relationship And because I know there are so many people out there who find it terrifying to talk about sex they get embarrassed talking about sex they are filled with dread talking about sex but the way I see it is if you're old enough to be having sex you're old enough to talk about it and we as women for years we were we were used as pieces of meat generationally speaking this is going back and back and back but we were it was the husband wanted sex he got sex and that was it there was no question now is the time where we can actually change that and we are changing it everything around that is changing but we need to voice things and it doesn't have to be in a nasty aggressive way it's just sitting and talking and having the conversations because finding your voice is ultimately finding yourself And when you find yourself, your connections with other people become so much stronger. And I've spoken about it so much. That is what we're here for. That's what this life is for. It's for connection. To connect on a soul level with another human being. So give it a go over the next few days. Sit. Talk to yourself. Talk to your partners what I would suggest because this is something that worked for me a lot was writing journaling so getting a journal sitting down and writing but the technique is not to stop writing so if you feel like you've lost your train of thought that's okay just keep writing Write, I've lost my train of thought until it comes back and what happens here is that your subconscious actually becomes active so the real nature of emotions and feelings and the the root cause of negative thought process will come to the forefront so that's why I say like you can start this journey on your own it doesn't have to be with someone getting a journal and sitting and writing for 10 to 15 minutes It's fascinating how aware you actually become of these thoughts that have been planted deep within you. But you can bring them to the forefront and you can work on them and then you can let them go. Especially for anybody who has any issues with shame surrounding sex. Because sex really is a wonderful thing. you know it and this is coming from a woman who hated it oh god how I hated it whereas now I love it now don't get me wrong not every minute of every day but (laughs) I love that connection I love that you can get completely lost in a moment with someone and feel that energy all throughout your body Like, it is transformative. Once you learn to look at your negative thought process, once you learn to start showing yourself love, and one technique I always say to people as well is, get a little post-it, write on it, I am enough. And stick it on your mirror in your bathroom because you're going to see that every day. And repeat it to yourself every day. I am enough. I am lovable. And before you know it, you'll realise that you see yourself in a whole new different way. And that's the transformative part. And then you enjoy sex ten times more. So that's it for today's episode. I know I've gone down a different route this week. Usually I give you all nutrition and herbal advice and supplement advice, but I think this one really was important to talk about the emotions and how connecting in with yourself is actually really important. And that it is actually something that I cover a lot on my Happy Hormones online program. And just the tools and techniques to connect in with yourself and to show yourself love. So if you've enjoyed this episode feel free to leave a comment or to tag me or even just private message me if you got something from it or not and I hope you all have a wonderful day so happy Thursday and happy hormones.